This is the Bigger Pockets Podcast, Show 40. You're listening to Bigger Pockets Radio, simplifying real estate for investors large and small. If you're here looking to learn about real estate investing without all the hype, you're in the right place. Stay tuned and be sure to join the millions of others who have benefited from BiggerPockets.com, your home for real estate investing online. What's going on, everybody? This is Josh Dorkin, host of the Bigger Pockets podcast, here with Brandon Turner, as always. What's up, Brandon? What's up, Josh? Things are good. Things are good. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Yeah, I know you asked. I know you asked. I, I always do, don't I? Today is the Over the Hill podcast, though, so it's more important than you or I. It is. It is. And, and you know, I'm getting close to being over the hill, uh, approaching 40. and uh, I'm approaching yeah. the hill, but... You're, you're approaching the foothills, my yes. friend. <laughs> you are a young, uh, young guy who, who's got a long ways to go. Long ways. Yes, 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 yes. Anyway, so this is our, our 40th episode, and you know, we've, done, we've done some amazing shows, man. I mean, our, our first show with, with Marty Boardman was uh, especially exciting, you know, kicking the thing off. And then uh, we did the Ultimate Beginner Show, which was just you and I. I think uh, our most popular show so far uh, was probably Arthur Garcia's uh, show about, uh, what was it, working a full-time job. And, while, and I think we're actually going to cover that again today as well. We are. We are. And then I, I think, uh, what, Aaron Mazzarillo's was, was probably the second most popular show yep. uh, that we've done. But yeah, you know, we want to we wanna thank, first of all, everybody who's, who's been a guest on our show so far. We, we really appreciate the time and energy you guys have put in. And uh, we appreciate everybody for listening. The show's going great. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're continuing to get lots of great uh, ratings, reviews, things like that. Uh, on iTunes, if you haven't yet done so already, please do jump on iTunes and, and share your feedback. And uh, do jump on the show notes afterwards at biggerpockets.com slash show 40. And uh, if you've got any questions, comments, thoughts, or anything like that, uh, interact with us. But uh, today's show, as you may have deduced, is a little different because we actually don't have a guest today. Uh, today, instead, uh, we are going to... Uh, in honor of this being our 40th show, uh, we're going to talk about 40 quick tips. quick tips for buying your first or next deal. But don't worry, we're not going to be singing quick tip, quick tip. every time. Don't worry. No, no. So so why don't we just jump into this because uh, 40 tips is going to take some time, so we're really going to need to speed through it. Uh, since we can't go into incredible detail, we do really encourage you guys to jump into the comments on those show notes and uh, we'll be there engaging in those conversations. Also, if you're an experienced investor, we really want to encourage you to jump into the show notes and leave your own quick tips for others as well. This way, those listening to the show in the future can go to the show notes and find much more than the 40 tips that we've uh, already mentioned. Cool. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that I turned one of my first homes into an Airbnb? It's true. And it even helped me get the extra income I needed to launch my real estate career. So if you want to try your hand at making even more income with your property, Airbnb is the place to be. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Passive income without the property headache? It's possible. There's a way to invest passively in real estate and get monthly income without any tenants, maintenance, or property management. The Wealthy have been doing this for years, and if you're an accredited or high net worth investor, you too can collect cash flow without the headaches that come from owning rentals. How? By investing in a private real estate fund with PPR Capital Management. PPR's co-founder Dave Van Horn wrote the book on real estate note investing for BP. 
but he's not just investing in notes. Dave and his team also have an extensive background in commercial real estate. And with PPR Capital Management, they're strategically investing in both notes and commercial real estate nationwide. With over half a billion dollars in assets under management, PPR has provided individuals with a steady source of truly passive income since 2007 without ever missing a payment. Check them out at investwithppr.com. Again, if you're looking to get monthly passive income from an experienced team with a strong track record, go to investwithppr.com today. We know, and you all know, why it's super important that good tenant screening is absolutely critical to your management process. Luckily, RentReady, the comprehensive property management software, has a new feature that makes tenant screening a breeze. In addition to TransUnion certified tenant screening, RentReady now offers proof of income verification. RentReady's automatic tenant proof of income verification ensures an in-depth check of each applicant's financial stability. With Plaid certified tenant income and assets reports, you can see a potential tenant's income summary and total earnings by month. All tenant screening and verification is paid by the tenant and done through the desktop and mobile app. It's time to say goodbye to gut check tenant screening and feel confident renting out your property with RentReady. And as a matter of fact, all Bigger Pockets pros have RentReady included in your pro membership. If you're not a pro, RentReady is offering you 50% off of their annual plan. New customers visit rentready.com and use code BP2024. That's R E N T R E D I.com using code BP2024. That's VP, like Bigger Pockets, in the year 2024 to save 50% off of one year of Rent Ready. All right. Well, that sounds good. Should we get going? Yeah, let's do it, man. Enough, uh, enough chitty chat. All right. So get your papers and pencils out. Here we go. Papers. Paper. Pencil. Notebook. I think, I think paper Keyboard. is the plural of paper, isn't it? Papers. Paper. Papers. I don't know. Is it? Papers refers to like a... Uh, no, yeah, it's paper is plural of, of paper. All right, fine. Well, thank you for publicly correcting and humiliating I believe so. Me. That's okay. That's <laughs> what I like to do. It's fun. All right, good deal. All right, let's 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 start this off. Uh, number one tip is to look at a lot of properties because you don't actually know how good a deal is until you analyze a whole bunch of them. I mean, I'm a firm believer in this, that you know the whole like look at 100, offer on 10, and buy one rule a lot of people say. I like that rule because... Yeah, if you don't look at a whole bunch of properties and you just go and buy the first one you look at, there's a good chance you're going to screw something up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and that'll that'll give you the experience to to better understand what what the numbers really mean. That is true. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. All right, tip number two: find a good agent. Uh, so there's there's over a million agents in the United States, real estate agents, of course. Uh, but only a small percentage know anything about real estate investments. That's no disparagement on the others, but I, you know, most agents really don't go and put in the time to understand real estate investing. Uh, ideally, uh, it's it's good to find somebody who understands how to work with investors and maybe owns some rental property of their own. Uh, so, so when you're hunting for agents, you, you wanna you wanna ask them that. You know, find out. Hey, have you? Have you worked with investors? You know how 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 do you do that? You know what's your process? Uh, do you own your own rental properties? You know what's your criteria? Things like that to to get a feel for their understanding. Uh, so uh, definitely want to look for a good investor friendly agent. Uh, that said, really quickly, if you know other agents who are not investor friendly yet, but you think would be amazing at it, definitely want to have them check out our uh, agents guide which is uh, this guide that Brandon and I collaborated on. And uh, it is the ultimate guide for agents working with real estate investors, something like that yeah, title. Yeah. Like that. 
And uh, you can go to that at biggerpockets.com slash agent guide. Uh, we'll also have a link in the show notes. So that's tip number two. All right, quick number tip, quick tip, <laughs> quip. I just made up the word quip. Quip yeah. number three is to line up your financing early. If you start looking at properties and you can't actually buy a property, you're going to be wasting a lot of people's time, including that agent that you just uh, got. So this is a thing that I've stumbled on several times in my career. So definitely get your financing lined up today, whether it's a you know traditional loan, cash, portfolio lender, private money, whatever, just figure it out and do it. Nice. Nice. All right. Tip number four, how to find good lenders. I'll tell you one way not to do it is just to go posting on the forums that you're looking for alone. Don't post on our forums. Don't post on Craigslist. Don't just post it anywhere. Uh, instead, get to know other local investors in your area and uh, find out who they're using. If you're looking for hard money, of course, be sure to check out the Bigger Pockets Hard Money Lender directory at biggerpockets.com slash hardmoneylenders. Uh, for the web's largest collection of hard money lenders, I think we now have over 300 lenders there. Uh, and so definitely check that out. Uh, if you're looking for traditional or portfolio loans, one of uh, the best ways to find them is simply by picking up the phone and making a ton of calls. I remember in uh, in show number six, biggerpockets.com slash show six, Arthur Garcia talked about how he uh, found his portfolio lender by picking up the phone book and making a ton of calls. So uh, definitely don't be afraid to start those lending conversations today, uh, even if you aren't quite ready to, to go ahead and buy. Yeah, I agree. All right. Before we go too far in the show, uh, let's take a second and let everyone know this is show 40 again, reminder. So if you want to go to the show notes, biggerpockets.com slash show 40. Nice, nice. And before we go on, guys, today's special, not only because we're celebrating our 40th episode, but also because we're introducing our first sponsor of the show, which is, you know, I, it's kind of a big deal, I think. Yeah. Now, now b before you guys start freaking out over having a sponsor, I just want to let you guys all know that the show takes a lot of time and energy, which <laughs> could, which, yeah, you know, yes, as, as Brandon chuckles in the background over all the hours he spends editing and, and scheduling and everything else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just come here to talk really. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you, know. you do a little more than that. That's okay. Fine. All right. So yeah, listen, and, 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 uh, with the sponsor thing, we're not going to have sponsors that we don't know or believe in. You know, our idea is let's, let's get companies and folks who are, who are part of our community, who we trust and who we, you know, who we know and like and who are doing things that uh, we, we think are a good fit for you. And things and, that will bring value to the community. So Yeah, yeah, and, and bring those guys on board. So let me, uh, let me give our first sponsor just a quick shout out for being so awesome and supporting this episode. Uh, chances are you know the company already and you've, uh, you've actually seen them interacting on the site on a daily basis uh, on, our, on our blog, on a Bigger Pockets blog, on the forums. And uh, these guys were also sponsors of the uh, Bigger Pockets Summit last year. So, MemphisInvest.com is a family-owned turnkey real estate company with offices in Memphis, Tennessee, and Dallas, Texas. They were named Small Business of the Year by the Memphis Business Journal and is one of America's fastest-growing companies by Inc. Magazine in 2013. If you're interested in passive investments or even learning how to buy real estate in solid cash flow cities, contact MemphisInvest.com for a free consultation. They have nearly a quarter of a billion dollars in real estate value under management, comprised of 2,000 properties for 800-plus investors. If you guys want to check out more about Memphis Invest, go to blog.memphisinvest.com slash BP. Cool. 
And we actually did interview Chris Clothier here on the show a couple months ago. I think it was uh, episode 26. So it was an awesome episode. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, Chris is uh, Chris is a good friend of mine as well. And uh, we're we're I know I'm I'm kind of honored to have him as a sponsor. This uh, you know this decision didn't come lightly to to bring sponsors on, and and uh, you know they've they've been they've been great to work with. So yeah. uh, we'll have we'll have a link in the show notes as well. Uh, and again, it's blog.memphisinvest.com/bp. Cool. Let's move on. All right. Tip number five is to learn to do the math right. Uh, because honestly, the math is not very hard, but it does take practice. If you guys know me, you know I'm always harping on this. Uh, if you want to see a really detailed analysis of how I analyze a property, I'm going to put a link in the show notes also to a post I wrote called How I Quickly Analyze an Investment Property. So again, speaking of math, let's go to tip number six. Tip number six, tip number six is the bigger pockets analysis tool. It's not really a tip, but it's kind of a feature. That's- well, the tip is go there. <laughs> yeah, that is the tip. The that tip is go there. Yeah, go there. All right, so the go check out the Bigger Pockets analysis tool. We've got a flipping calc uh, out today, and the buy and hold calculator is uh, very soon to be on its way for delivery. Uh, not only do these calculators help you an- analyze a deal in its entirety, they also try to show you how the numbers were calculated. So uh, you can get to it by going to uh, biggerpockets.com slash calc. But keep in mind, anyone who's a Bigger Pockets member could go test those things out a few times. But if you want to use them on a continual basis and be able to print out PDF reports to give to lenders, partners, or others, uh, you do need to be a, a pro or pro basic member. And uh, you can upgrade to those accounts at biggerpockets.com slash pro. Cool. So, All right. So let's talk uh, some more about that math. Number seven, the 70% rule. I'm sure you've heard of it before. Basically, that means... Uh, this is something that flippers or wholesalers might use. Uh, basically, you take your after repair value, what the thing's worth when uh, when it's all fixed up, and multiply that times 0.7, and then subtract out the repairs. So take 70% of the ARV and subtract out your repairs. And that's a good general way to kind of estimate how much you should offer. It's not a you know end-all, be-all number, but it's a good estimate. Nice, nice. All right, tip number eight. If you're a buy and hold investor or are trying to analyze a buy and hold deal, make sure you're using the 50% rule to make sure this property cash flows. So the 50% rule basically says 50% of uh, your income is going to go out in non-mortgage expenses. In other words, if you've got a thousand bucks in rent, uh, you're talking about $500 in expenses. So if your mortgage were 400, you can estimate about a hundred bucks a month in cash flow. Uh, we're going to have links in the, the show notes to some good 50% rule articles and videos. Uh, the 50% rule is just that. It's, 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 a, it's a rule to, you know, it's, it's kind of a safety net to, to help, uh, help folks find cash flow properties. Yeah, and when I started out, I did not know about the 50% rule. And I, I, I honestly, like, screwed up and I bought some properties that I probably shouldn't have. Because even though they seem like they cash flow, they really don't. Because there's all those expenses you don't expect. So anyway, yeah. And and I think the key there is really just having an understanding of what all the expenses are uh, that that uh, that come into play with with a rental property, things like capital ex, capex and and uh, vacancy rates and things like that. Stuff that most new investors and agents uh, who don't have the experience uh, they yeah. they usually ignore. So yep. learn it. 
All right, the next one is uh, the 1% rule or the 2% rule. Uh, you guys probably have heard these numbers. There's a lot of arguments about it. Uh, so basically what it means is uh, the percentage of monthly income compared to the total purchase price. So before you get too confused, what that means is if a property sells for $100,000, the 1% rule says it should rent for 1000 a month, or the 2% rule says it should rent for 2000 a month. Does that does that make sense? Am I saying that good, Josh? You're uh, you're saying it good. All right. So the one percent rule is one percent of the purchase price per month. So in a lot of areas, honestly, the two percent rule is completely impossible to find, uh, and people complain about that. And even one percent is impossible in some areas. And some people say, well, you shouldn't pay attention to that. But I, I don't know. Honestly, for me, like which one, one percent, two percent, how much you should pay, it you know, it's up to debate and where you live. But anything I've ever bought in my life that fit the one percent rule only. It is not a good cash flowing property for me. Like I, I really, those are the ones that I regret and say, yeah, they don't give me any income because I, it seems like they should, but they really don't. So I personally stick to the two percent or as close as I can get to it. Uh, yeah. But I'm a cash flow guy, so that's what I yeah. do. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm a two percent guy as well. Yeah. And uh, in fact, there are some markets. If you listen to our podcast with Dawn Anastasi, yeah. uh, she uh, she's up in Milwaukee, and and she she goes for three percent deals, which yeah. are. That's awesome. Pretty pretty sexy. Yeah. Pretty sexy. I have to say, I am getting my first three percent deal right now. I should close in about two weeks. Nice. So, yeah, nice. I'm pumped. All right. That's great. All right. Well, that so brings us to to number ten, right? Yeah. Number ten is make sure cash flows. Yeah. Uh, don't buy negative cash flowing properties unless you're uber rich, uber uber rich, and have another agenda with the property. Even then, frankly, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I I think if you're betting on appreciation, you're gambling. So you know. Yeah, I, I I don't know. As a buy and hold investor, personally, I see no reason to buy a property that is not cash flowing. I know a lot of people do it. They explain why they do it. It makes sense <laughs> to them, and it just doesn't work for me. So, anyway, make yep. sure uh, if you buy a cash flow, a rental property that is trying to bring income in, that it cash flows. Yeah, good. All right, number eleven is to use Craigslist to get rent comps uh, to see what other properties are renting for. So people often wonder, you know, is this property going to rent for 500 or 600 or 700? Well, Craigslist is really, I think, at least in my area, like the best way to do that. I mean, some people say use Zillow, but in my area, Zillow isn't as accurate uh, as Craigslist because Craigslist is so current. It's like updated every day. So, And they do have a map feature too. So you can actually look at a map and see all the properties for rent in a certain area. You can yep. get a really good idea of how much uh, possible rent is. There you have it. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Number 12, don't use the pro forma numbers given out by the selling agent. Oftentimes you'll find that uh, selling agents tend to, yeah, I'd say what, inflate the numbers inflate. just just a little bit, nice. just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So verify and uh, definitely double, maybe triple check the, yeah. the information being provided to you. Yeah. I find that a lot with rental properties. They'll say, you know, it'll be a triplex for sale and they'll say each of these units will rent for 850 a month. And I know for a fact, I mean, I know, no, for but a fact, they will rent for 850. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm getting like 450. They are rented yeah. for four, but they will rent for 850. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that you really got to watch those numbers because agents, again, they don't know a lot of times what a place will rent for. They just pull out a number out of somewhere. And yeah, all right, this moving on. This is not so 40, the bag on agent show. <laughs> I love agents. I do. I just, yeah. All right. Uh, number 13, when running your numbers, be conservative. Do not let emotions cloud your judgment. Like For example, uh, well, you know, I don't think repairs will be that much since the house looks nice or I don't need a budget for vacancy because then, you know, uh, units are easy to rent here. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the ticket. Yeah, it's easy. So anyway, budget conservatively and... uh 
again, that's what makes a 50% rule so important because a 50% rule helps you budget conservatively. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, speaking of budgeting, Brandon, 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 budget, budget, Brandon. (laughs) Another nickname. There you go. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about budgeting for repairs. If you are brand new at this, I definitely recommend always doubling your repair budget and doubling your timeline and uh, see then if it makes sense, particularly on uh, these rehab properties. Uh, I know we've covered that in a bunch of our other shows and uh, you know, the, the, uh, especially as new guys, it's, it's really hard to get it right. It's really, really hard to get it right. And, and you know, if you're safe and you double the budget, you know, the odds of you screwing up that bad are are lower. So, but it it is like, and people wonder, like they think I'm kind of kidding when I always say that on the forums is double your budget. They think I'm kind of joking, but I'm really not like double your budget. And if you still can make a profit, you're probably okay going forward. So, all right. Anyway, probably. probably. Yeah. Number 15. If you are getting bids from contractors, get at least three of them and then do your due diligence on the contractor. Cause honestly, a contractor can make or break a deal and uh, they're one of the most important people on your team. So actually quick, interesting story this morning, actually, I got up at 6 AM and uh, had to go work at one of my rental properties because my contractor dropped the ball and never finished and the tenants are moving in this, they moved in this morning. And there was like a couple minor things. Like I had to move the fridge from the left hand to the right hand side. And anyway, yeah, he, he never showed up. He just stopped calling. I, I, yeah, it was my fault. I paid him before he was done with the last like, hour of work. I know that should be a tip too. It's not in here, but don't pay your contractor till they're a hundred percent done. Not 99.9. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Yeah. That's, that's why you were late for work. <laughs> that's why I was late for work. Uh, all right. Well, tip 16. (laughs) When when getting started, you'll be shocked at how much some contractors charge. Speaking of contractors, of course, in my mind, there's there's three categories of contractors. You got the low end cheap guys who are usually working under the table. Uh, Then there's the expensive guys who who are they're they're like the finished carpenters who charge 500 bucks to uh, screw in a light bulb and another 500 dollars to put the uh, flashing above the light bulb. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Because um, they're just, you know, they're used to working with with rich homeowners and things like that. Uh, you probably are not looking for either of those guys. Uh, who you want really are the the middle guys. Uh, these are the guys who do very good work at a, at a fair price, uh, but it's not always easy to find them. So uh, let's go to tip uh, number seventeen here. Uh, yeah, 17 is the next one uh, for an idea on how exactly to find these these mid-level, really high-quality guys. All right. So this was from the episode that uh, we interviewed Jay Scott on. And he said to go to Home Depot at like 6 in the morning and find out who's there getting materials. And, you know, kind of get business cards, strike up a conversation, talk with these guys. Uh, those are the ones that are getting up early and actually doing the work. You can. He, he said that's a really good way. And I love that idea. So. Or just ask other real estate investors. Uh, you, you know, it's true that some investors might try to hold on to their contractors and not share them. You know, stingy, <laughs> Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> I, I tell everyone. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you don't have any good contracts. That's probably why. Yeah. <laughs> use this guy. He's great. Yes, and then he's I awesome. Yeah. Where's my, where is he? Yes. Why isn't he answering my call? <laughs> but uh, listen. So, so uh, most investors love to give out uh, referrals because they want to help out, and it, it makes them look good. Yeah. Uh, so. Reach out to other investors and and see if they've got recommendations. And that is tip uh, number 18. That was. So number 19 is if you are brand new at this, do not skip your professional inspection before buying a property. I mean, even if you're not new, even if you're experienced, I don't recommend skipping it. But 
uh, you know, especially if you're new, make sure you pay the money. It's like usually three or four hundred dollars to get a good professional inspection. And uh, yeah, definitely do it. Nice, nice. Tip number twenty. We're halfway there, huh? Tip we number twenty are. is uh, is when you've got that inspection, go with the inspector. Actually, go and and be there and be present for the for the physical inspection. Follow him around like like Brandon, like a lost little puppy, and and <laughs> and ask a million questions. Uh, these guys, listen, these guys, and we, and we actually had a uh, um, we had an inspector. We did. Oh, it was appraiser. Oh, it was an appraiser. Yeah, you know, close enough. Wah wah. All right, we <laughs> haven't had an inspector, but anyway, follow your inspector around. Uh, those guys have a crazy amount of knowledge, and uh, since you're paying them anyways, you might as well get to know the property you're about to buy, and you're definitely going to pick up some tips and tricks to ha- tricks to help you out on uh, future investments. So uh, show up and be there. Definitely. All right. So the rest of these uh, tips for the second latter half of the show are uh, kind of in category. So the first category we're going to talk about is uh, off-market properties and kind of marketing. So we already talked about the agent thing. So let's talk about off-market. So tip number 21, driving for dollars. Uh, this can be a really, really good way to get started if you do not have a lot of money for marketing. It basically means get in your car and drive and uh, find some neighborhoods or communities that you want to focus on and the price ranges you're interested in and just drive around and look for vacant lots or vacant, I mean, vacant property or whatever. And there's actually a few really, really good articles on the blog uh, that I'll link to in the show notes that give kind of a step-by-step detail on what to do when driving for dollars. So yeah, well, those will be in the show notes at biggerpockets.com slash show 40. Yeah, I, I actually think that's probably... Probably one of the most important jobs a new investor can can possibly do. I, yeah. I know the first time I bought a property, I didn't know what driving for dollars was. I literally just got in a car and was like, hey, I need to find a property. This is the area that makes sense. And I went up and down every single block, you know, got to know the properties, the pricing, uh, you know, features, things like that. And, and, you know, by the time it was all said and done, and it took it took a good number of days to do that, I had such a great understanding of the area i could tell you you know if somebody was overpriced or underpriced you know i could tell you rent rates i, I knew everything yeah, so now today it's even better with the smartphones we have I and mean, you can take a picture of a house and it'll tell you all the information about it with a couple apps so anyway cool stuff yes yeah we didn't have smartphones when when i was doing this you're right no you had like the rock and the the stone wall i think it was <laughs> you can't see but i'm eyeballing him right now he is eyeballing me well let's go on to number 22 and number 22, if you've got some money for marketing, one of the most popular strategies out there and uh, effective strategies is, is direct mail. Uh, direct mail is the process of sending out letters or postcards to a huge number of people, uh, hoping that a small percentage will respond. Typically, you do want to target those, those folks to, to specific criteria. Uh, say you're, you're targeting folks in probate or divorce or things like that. Uh, the most common type of direct mail is either postcards or yellow letters. And uh, usually they have a very simple, I want to buy your house for cash message on them. Uh, yellow letters are very popular. We've got dozens, hundreds, if not thousands of conversations on the site about them. Lots of yeah. great articles. Uh, so just go- search direct mail uh, on bigger pockets and uh, you'll get a ton of great tips. So direct mail, check it out. Cool. All right, uh, number 23, the secret to direct mail. This is a tip, is repetition. You've heard every, pretty much every guest we've had that uses direct mail, they say the same thing, is is contact people over and over and over again. 
uh, Aaron Mazzarillo said on, uh, I think it was show 38, uh, that, yeah, that the letter on their table, the day that they decide to sell, is who they're going to sell to. And so, you know, don't be a one-and-done mailer, uh, unless, of course, it makes sense for your niche, like last week with Seth Williams. Uh, he does that with land, but it makes more sense for him. But Yeah. Yep. And, and there, there is an art also to this. And, and we have covered that in previous shows, knowing when an event's going to happen and, and, uh, you know, making sure that, that you send direct mail in the, in the lead up to that event, like a foreclosure or things like that. So uh, definitely pay attention to that. Remember when you had to pay to get a leads phone number? It was like the dark ages until Deal Machine made skip tracing a thing of the past. Now, with your Deal Machine plan, you'll get unlimited access to phone numbers and contact information for no extra cost. That's right. Get high quality, reliable information trusted by leading financial institutions, all fully compliant with the federal do not call list. Explore over 150 data points, including age, gender, marital status, occupation, and a ton more. Trust me, this is the data you need for off-market deals. With new filters, people flags, and color-coded phone numbers, lead management just got a ton easier. Ready to step up your investing game? Sign up for a Deal Machine plan today and gain immediate access to this unlimited treasure trove of contact information and phone numbers. Just head to dealmachine.com bp. Transform your lead generation and deal-making strategies with Deal Machine. Sign up today and start exploring the unlimited possibilities at dealmachine.com slash BP. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my 9-to-5 job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We know and you all know why it's super important that good tenant screening is absolutely critical to your management process. Luckily, RentReady, the comprehensive property management software, has a new feature that makes tenant screening a breeze. In addition to TransUnion certified tenant screening, RentReady now offers proof of income verification. RentReady's automatic tenant proof of income verification ensures an in-depth check of each applicant's financial stability. With Plaid certified tenant income and assets reports, you can see a potential tenant's income summary and total earnings by month. All tenant screening and verification is paid by the tenant and done through the desktop and mobile app. It's time to say goodbye to gut check tenant screening and feel confident renting out your property with Rent Ready. And as a matter of fact, all Bigger Pockets pros have Rent Ready included in your pro membership. If you're not a pro, Rent Ready is offering you 50% off of their annual plan. New customers visit rentready.com and use code BP2024. That's R E N T R E D I.com using code BP2024. That's BP, like Bigger Pockets, in the year 2024 to save 50% off of one year of Rent Ready. Take a second and imagine this immediate cash flow. 
above average rent, built-in equity, and a foolproof exit plan. No, it's not 2012 again. This is just what it's like to invest with Integra Development Group. They've simplified the real estate investing process so everyone can invest. With their new construction single-family rent-to-own homes, you'll get aggressively priced brand new properties that have tenants in place now in one of the fastest-growing states in America, Florida. Here's how IDG's rent-to-own strategy works. You get exclusive access to inventory with aggressive pricing thanks to IDG's builder-partner relationships. Then, invest and collect immediate cash flow with tenants already in place at or very close to closing. With the demand for new builds, your tenants pay above market rent, so you rake in more cash flow. And you'll get built-in equity and appreciation with an already agreed-to purchase price at year three, helping the tenants become homeowners while you build wealth. That's investing simplified. So secure your next investment property today with Integra Development Group at IntegraDG.com. That's IntegraDG.com to start investing today. Another tip about direct marketing for tip number 24 is if you're sending to a really large list, either spread out your letters throughout the month so you aren't flooded with calls all at one time, or use a voicemail service like Google Voice so that all the calls are sent to voicemail and uh, you could do some pre-screening and call people back on your own time. You know, if you think about it, right, you can do the math, right? I send X number of letters, I'm going to get X number of rep- responses. And some people might say, oh, okay, well, I want to do 10 times that many deals, so I'm going to send out 10 times as many postcards. But if you don't have the infrastructure, yeah. you're going to get flooded, and you're not going to be able to get back to people in time. You're going to be on the phone constantly. And until you build that team out, you know, most of those leaves are going to go to waste. So, you know, start small and kind of work your way up. Yep. Perfect. All right. Another good uh, phone tip comes from the episode number show 21 with Jerry Puckett. And he mentioned when somebody calls and doesn't leave a message, text them back. Uh, If it's just, uh, you know, you don't pick up and they don't leave a message. Yeah. I thought that was an awesome idea. Uh, It just kind of makes it so you're not bothering them if they really don't want to talk to you, but it still leaves the door open. It's a good tip, except some people like me think it's creepy. (laughs) <laughs> maybe but you know what are they gonna do yell at you maybe get used or to something it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should you should no it's it's you know i think it's a great tip i i i, I personally if if somebody texts me that i don't know i just don't respond yeah but you had just called them anyway so it, you know whatever whatever you want to argue about it you fight? <laughs> you fight jeez now. man yeah let's do it let's do it all right tip 26 when dealing with direct mail look for motivation and equity if someone has motivation but no equity, there isn't a whole lot you can do for them other than maybe a short sale. If they've got equity, uh, lots of equity, but no motivation, there probably isn't much you can do. What you want to do is you want to focus on those who have both equity and motivation. Remember, as a, as a real estate investor, your job is to help people solve problems. And, and uh, if they don't have problems, then there's no motivation. Yep. If they've got problems, they're motivated. And then you could step in and help them resolve that. So you want to you want to find somebody who's got both of those things happening, and that'll help you get the deal. All right, uh, number twenty seven and twenty eight are a little bit uh, in a category of themselves. It's kind of about networking. So number twenty seven, get some business cards and just start handing them out. Don't stress about it. Just go order some from Staples if you don't have any, uh, or Vista Prints or Moo.com, whoever. Uh, and then go to like RIA's Chamber of Commerce meetings or anywhere where you know professional people get together. And uh, start handing them out. Courthouse steps. Courthouse steps. Yes, that's right. Uh, Hand them out. Give them out. Let people know who you are, that you're the guy. You're the man. You're the guy. You're the man now, dog. 
You're the man now, dog. There we go. You can that was reference. Sean Connery, right? That was Sean Connery. Nice. nice yeah, job. There you go. Yeah. Go to you the man people. It's it makes it, it'll make you laugh. Anyway, <laughs> number twenty eight. Yeah. Why don't you do it since you paired them all together? <laughs> all right. All right. So consider starting your own local real estate club or meetup. I'm not talking about a guru pitch fest. I'm talking about an actual like networking event. And you don't have to be like a seasoned professional to do it together, you know, like-minded people together. And uh, you can actually build your reputation quite a bit just by being that guy who brings people together. It's like the connector. Everyone lo- like likes the connector. So yeah, start a meetup. Everyone meet up. likes the connector. Is that a song? I don't know. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> I didn't even know that. You know, and, and, and along those lines, you can also use bigger pockets to do that. And, and yep. I know that Brandon's actually put together a couple of articles on that topic uh, how to use bigger pockets to set up your own local BP meetup of, of folks. And uh, hopefully we'll, we'll link to those in the show notes as well. That we will. Yes, yes. All right. So why don't we move on from marketing and talk about what happens when dealing with sellers, uh, otherwise known as the negotiation. Negotiation. That was creepy. <laughs> I tried. All right. Tip 29. Brandon, good tip. Ready? All right. Shut ahead. up and listen. <laughs> that's nice that's nice yeah all right so shut up and listen guys seriously a seller is going to tell you a lot of things so before you start talking negotiating and try to make things happen just literally sit back and listen uh what's the reason they're selling use words like tell me more to go deeper into the issues they may act for example like the price is their number one concern but in reality if you're paying attention it might be that their uh, monthly budget or, or losing their job or one of a million other things is, is really what, what's troubling them. And uh, if, you, if you actually listen and don't have to talk on top of them, you'll, uh, you'll know what's going on and, and you'll, you'll be at their pain point where you could come in and help them. So that's oh. tip 29. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you talking? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> All right, tip number 30. Tip number 31 is this. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I- I'm, I'm paying attention. All right, tip number 30. Try to think creatively when talking with sellers. Uh, in, because a lot of times people think uh, they're 100% firm on price and they might be more flexible in other areas like uh, terms or monthly payment or maybe you could structure the deal a little bit differently. Uh, for example, if uh, let's say they don't have a lot of equity, maybe you could do a lease option. You know, that, that's a that's a you know, decent option for people who don't have equity, at least option or short sale. So anyway, be creative. There you go. Be creative. Tip 31 is, uh, is closely related to uh, creativity and that's to focus on speed. Not the drug. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny, man. You're getting funnier. Oh, like, look at me. <laughs> All right. So in today's world, guys, people are used to having things like right now. There's there's no time to think, uh, which, by the way, is a great book. If you want to know anything about the changing speed of the media landscape that we're in today by uh, Charles Feldman and Howard Rosenberg. Fantastic book. And and I, I was actually a researcher on the book, which is why I bring it up. Nice. But um, how about that plug? No time to think. <laughs> so use that to your advantage. All right. It may seem uh, crazy, but people may be willing to sell for tens of thousands of dollars less if you can close your deal next week instead of next month. So uh, get out there and uh, make it happen for sure. Nice, nice. Brandon is actually holding up the book, No Time to Think Right Now, which is uh, which is pretty cool. I didn't know you had it. Yeah, you recommended it once. I bought it. I never read it yet. 
that's awesome. It's kind of like uh, what's what's that book that you recommended to me? Oh, all of them. Yeah, all of them. You started four hour work week though. I, I did. That. I'm on page like 28, and nice. I've been on 28 for about a week and a half. So nice, good job. Well, you know, yeah. sometime Sweet. in all your extra downtime, you can you can read. All right, no, ne- next one, number 32. Do not be afraid of the word no. Uh, the truth is a lot of deals simply aren't going to work out. So don't try to force one. It's far better, far better to buy one great deal than 100 crappy deals. So focus on the great deal that you know you can profit from instead of the 100 deals that you have to force. So be patient. No means no, folks. <laughs> no means no. That's right. All right, let's move on to the next topic, and that's tips for investing while holding a full-time job. Uh, Both uh, Brendan and I work full-time, and uh, probably more, so so we certainly understand that this can be uh, tough. Uh, So why don't we move to tip 33? Tip 33 is evaluate what kind of investing will fit your current lifestyle. If you're working, say, 80 hours a week, my guess is flipping houses is probably not going to be an ideal solution for you. Oh, so that, we, that's why it's not working. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah there you go. So, yeah, listen, find uh, – you're fired. Find investment <laughs> niches and uh, strategies that fit with your job. And since Brandon's fired, I'll move on to 34. No, just kidding. Um so no, seriously, like, you know, a lot of new investors don't realize this, but it really is important. Like flipping houses is a job. Yeah. You can't, you can't flip, uh, especially starting out until you've built systems and processes. You can't do it on the side. Um, you really can't. I mean, there's just so much required. So, you know, think, think about all these things when you're, when you're deciding on the strategy and the niche that you're going to be focusing on. Yeah. I know it's easy to get like the, you know, the shiny object syndrome when listening to the Bigger Pockets podcast because it's like, oh, I want to do that. And, oh, I want to do that. And, oh, I want to do that. But yeah, pick. You and know. I fire you already. Why are you still here? <laughs> I- I'm staying. All right. Number 34. No means no, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Number 34. You've got to have a business mindset or you will go crazy. Trust me. Like you need to develop systems to handle your business so that you are not a bottleneck within your business. So that's basically the idea. If you guys have read the E-Myth or the four hour work week, it's that you got to turn your business into a machine that runs smoothly with or without your direct involvement. So it doesn't mean you're going to never work at it. And I think a lot of people misunderstand things like the E-Myth or four hour work week. They think that you're trying to get out of work, but it's not about getting out of work as much as it is. Uh, getting out of being a clog in that work. So anyway, a good example of that, having a maintenance guy you can call. I mean, you might be, you know, handy manny, but if you are out of town and you can't fix a leak and you don't have anybody to call, you're going to stress out and have a problem and you're gonna have a bad day and can't go on vacation and whatever else. So anyway, systems, good things. Nice. Nice. And that leads us to our next quick tip, which is don't be afraid of property management. You guys want you, you want to plan for it. When we talked earlier about the 50% rule, we talked about all the expenses that uh, come into play when uh, when you're buying a rental property, investment property. Uh, but property management is something that, that you need to plan for even, even if you're not actually paying a, a, a property manager per se. So um, when you're just starting out, it's easy to say, well, I'll just manage myself so I don't need to budget for it. Uh, 
it's really, it's a huge mistake because there might be a time when you are forced to use that property management, but uh, if you don't budget for it, you're probably not going to be able to afford it. So even if you're going to manage your own property, make sure to do the math as if you're going to hire it out. Uh, I, I think a safe bet is to factor in about 12% for property management uh, just in case. So uh, definitely budget for, for that number. It's, it's really going to be key because you know what? If you're doing the job, you know, you're, you're, you're spending your time working. Yeah. So, you know, you need to be compensated for that time as well somehow. And that's, yeah. that's how it kind of all works out. And nobody told me that when I was starting, like I didn't have the bigger pockets podcast to hear that. And so I didn't all, all my first houses, I never budgeted for property management. And now if I'm going to add it on, all of a sudden it doesn't make, you know, it makes my cash flow supposedly properties no longer cash flow good properties. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, I wish I had known that when I started, but you know, but now I can know that based on experience and tell everyone else. There you go. All right. Number 36. Speaking of property management. If you do hire a property management, don't settle for a mediocre one. Find a great property manager because, uh, I mean, these people are in charge of your collective financial destinies. So, yeah, find somebody who actually does an amazing job, gets units rented, uh, obeys the laws, follows everything. I mean, it'll, it'll save you a ton of time and a ton of money in the end. Yeah, and we've got a lot of articles on that topic on yeah. the Bigger Pockets blog. Uh, we also have an interview worksheet, which I put together years ago after suffering through some uh, horrible hells uh, <laughs> caused by terrible property management. And, and so what I did was I, I compiled a, um, a uh, property management interview worksheet, and uh, we'll, we'll link to that in the, uh, in the show notes as well. Uh, check it out, print it out, do what you want with it, but uh, make sure to uh, ask all those questions when you're hitting up uh, property managers so you've got something in writing and you know you can compare them evenly across the board. Yeah. Good, good tip. Yeah, there you go. All right, tip 37. Another tip for those of you who are working a job and looking to buy an investment property is to set your criteria extremely tight and don't waste your time on properties that don't meet those uh, requirements. Uh, realize that you do uh, have a limit on the amount of time that you've got in your life. You know, Your free time is certainly limited uh, because you're working a job. So focus on your specific niche and criteria and do not deviate. That's, it's, it's really easy to do. So, you know, focus on that. Do not deviate. Uh, you could probably actually even set up automatic alerts with your real estate agents once you've uh, created those criteria. For example, uh, say you want small multifamily properties between two and four units that are under $200,000 in a specific location. Uh, this way you're not looking at that fiveplex that just came on the market or the single family home that popped up. You know, you, you might miss potentially some good deals, but when you're working a full-time job, that's, that's something that's going to uh, come with the territory. Yeah. Focus, 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 and, and uh, go from there. And that kind of comes back to that tip we had earlier about not forcing a deal. Like when you're working a full-time job, you can't always take the time to try to, you know, try to be super creative and force every property into a deal. I mean, if it works, it works. If not, move, you know, if not, move on. All right. Uh, number 38. Finally, find an agent that is good with online signatures because seriously, this saves a ton of time. Uh, when my agent started sending me all these documents to sign and I could just take my you know, my iPhone out and sign them right there, that was like life-changing. Uh, an offer became like a two-hour event down to like a two-minute event. So totally changed my investing life. Nice. So, yeah. And, and who do you use, by the way? Because I, I use EchoSign for online signatures. Who, who do you use? Uh, who, do is, who does that company? Um, 
I don't remember actually. But I, I don't like them as much as like Echo Sign. I've used Echo Sign too, but my agent doesn't use Echo Sign, so I use this subpar one. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. But it still All works. Right. Yeah, there you go. All right, so so we've got uh, two final tips for you guys. Thirty nine. Uh, it's really, 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 really easy to get overwhelmed. Uh, on on this show in particular, we're we're talking about forty different tips, but you don't need to master each and every one of them. Just you know, sit back, relax, take a deep breath, and know that you actually don't need to know everything. I, I think that paralysis by analysis thing comes up from from people who just think they have to have the answer to everything before they jump into something. You know, start by taking baby steps, but but start. You know, don't wait, don't deviate, just get it going. Start today, like right now. You know, do it. Do it now. Like stop listening to the show and go <laughs> do something. No, don't stop listening. All right. The show is is about over. So when it ends, you know, go out and, and follow at least one of these tips. You know, maybe it means calling up a real estate brokerage, local brokerage to uh, to find a good investor-friendly agent. Uh, maybe it means calling back that motivated seller you've been putting off because you're scared to hop on the phone. Uh, maybe it means getting in your car, driving around your target neighborhood, driving for dollars. Uh, whatever it is, just go do it. Just yep. one. Just do it. Baby do it. step. Make it happen. Do it, Brandon. Do it. Do All it. right. Our last tip for the day is, okay, it's a little self-serving, but it's important nonetheless. But it's definitely jump into the BP forums with your deals. Like, honestly, if you have a deal that you think, hey, this might be a good option, like take it to the forums. You don't, if you're worried about somebody, you know, stealing your deal, which you shouldn't be, but if you are, you know, don't put the address down, but, you know, say, you know, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what the rent will be. Here's what the price is. What do you guys think? Uh, it, it's really, really, really helpful to jump in, especially if you're new, but to jump in and talk to other people who might also be in the same boat as you or those who are super seasoned and they know what they're doing and they can help you walk through it. And there's so many guys that uh, like, I mean, I'm grateful for who have helped me over the years to look at deals from kind of another angle and tell me if I'm on the right track or not. Yeah. Yeah. And guys like John Holdman and, and yeah. uh, Will Bernard and Jay Scott, you know, a lot of these folks will, you know, they'll, they'll write a, a whole diatribe about, you know, yeah. what on earth, you know, you're doing right, what you're doing wrong. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think Brandon ex- explained it's, it's free. Yeah. There's literally no cost to you. So, you know, go to the analysis forum, put down the deal and ask for help. Are these numbers good? Are they bad? You know, what should I do? You know, what, what can I do differently and, uh, get it out there. So that's a, that's a great tip. And we will of course link to, uh, the uh, analysis form in our show notes as well at pickerpockets.com slash show 40. Oh yeah. So, uh, that was, that was 40 tips. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. You know, it's been about an hour since we started recording, uh, given all the cuts that we'll probably have to make to this. Day. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a little shorter, but, uh, listen, hopefully you guys can take those, uh, those 40 tips and apply them to your life this week. Uh, yeah, make it happen, right? As always, we we do want to thank you guys for supporting us for the past forty shows. It's uh, I, I don't know. I think of it as as an honor to to get to hang out with with you guys each and every week and and talk about real estate and yeah, more importantly, really just get to make fun of Brandon for for a good <laughs> hour hour and a half. So that's that's a lot of fun. Yeah, everyone loves that. Yeah. Uh, no, but seriously, thank you guys for everything for being part of uh, our Bigger Pockets community. And, uh, and, uh, you know, it, it, this isn't a tip and, and this is kind of off book, but you know, 
we've got 13,000 plus listeners now on, on the podcast. And, and if you guys get value from this community, um, and you're, and you're not engaging and you're not connecting on our site on a regular basis, it doesn't have to be every day. It doesn't have to be every hour, although that would be great. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, get involved, really get involved, jump in. You, know, you you may think, Hey, I have nothing to say, but you know, if, if you set up alerts, you know, for, for local discussions, for topics that, that are of interest to you, like multifamily or, you know, lease option, whatever it is, whatever is interesting to you, um, you're going to find out that there's a ton of awesome stuff happening. There's a ton of people on the site who are connecting and, and, uh, sharing great ideas and they're doing it and it costs you absolutely nothing. You don't have to spend a lot of money to learn. You don't have to spend a lot of money to build your network. Um, you, you just have to interact, you know, take a couple minutes and introduce yourself, you know, welcome other members in your area, you know, get involved in debates, discussions, conversations, help people, give them tips. You know, you, you, you actually learn by teaching many times. And, and I think that's a, a, a great thing that, that happens daily on our site. So uh, give it a go if you haven't yet jumped in on the site and and or if you've jumped in with one post and haven't done any more, you know, give it a give it a try. You know, you'll find that it's it's really a warm and friendly environment and a, and a great place to hang out. It is. Um, yeah, I mean, I I've been on there now for what like five, six, seven years. Who knows? Forever. And uh, I'm continually. I mean, I'm asking questions all the time. Like I'm not just you know, the get made fun of on the podcast guy. Like I actually like I'm in there asking questions a lot because I'm learning a ton as I uh, grow in my investing. So anyway, please, you know, jump in. And uh, also, if you guys appreciate the site and the community, you know, pay it forward. Uh, tell other people about bigger pockets. You know, there's like, what, uh, 27 million investors in America or something like that we figured out like in that uh, that survey we did. But not all of them are on BP and you know, they don't all have to be on there, but it'd be cool to have, you know, a bunch of them. Yeah. Well, well, you know, and it's not just self-serving because the more of this interaction that happens on the site, the better it is for you. So yep. you're, you know, you're building your brand, you're building your name, people are getting to know you and recognize you. And so, uh, engaging is definitely going to help you. By the way, that study was done. Uh, that was a bigger pockets Memphis invest study. Man, speaking uh, of yeah, Memphis we invest. did it in coordination with Memphis invest and Memphis Invest is, of course, the sponsor of today's show, who we want to thank once again for, yeah. uh, for being our sponsor. Uh, so definitely be, make sure to check those guys out at blog.memphisinvest.com slash BP. All right, guys. So, so, you know, again, beyond the usual, following us on Facebook and Twitter and all the other social media channels, which we hope you do, and the interacting on the site. Uh, you know, Brandon did say spread the word. I, I can't tell you how, how cool it is to watch the site grow. Uh, next week is going to be the ninth birthday of Bigger Pockets. Uh, so, uh, yeah, next Tuesday. And uh, I don't know, you know, we're, we're at 140,000 members. I remember the first member. I remember the fifth, the tenth. You know, I, I don't remember the 138,333rd. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's really special to see this thing grow. And, and uh, I've, I've, I've really, really enjoyed being a part of uh, so many people's lives and, and, and watching so many people benefit from, from this community. And, uh, you know, if, if you're on the site, if you're an investor and you get value from it, just tell your friends, you know, tell, tell your agent and tell your title company and tell your lender and, and 
and uh, our praiser and everyone else to to come on board. You know, if, if you do that, you're you're going to bring them value. They're gonna they're gonna learn more. They're gonna derive value. They might get more clients and customers and business as a result. And you know, we're take we'll take this thing from you know the the hundred forty thousand members to two hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, and more. And the more people we have, the the more uh, information there is f- from the collective, right? And and uh, for all you Star Trek fans, you know there there is power in the Borg. There is power in the collective mindset. So come in, uh, get your folks in, and and uh, let's hang out and and learn and do business together. So cool. show forty. That's Thank right. you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for engaging. Jump jump on the show notes, biggerpockets.com slash show forty. And uh, that's it for me. What do you think, B? How do we do? We did. All right, guys. This is Josh Dorkin signing off. You're listening to Bigger Pockets Radio, simplifying real estate for investors large and small. If you're here looking to learn about real estate investing without all the hype, you're in the right place. Be sure to join the millions of others who have benefited from BiggerPockets.com, your home for real estate investing online. The market is changing, and finding your way can be tricky. Rates shift, headlines whirl, but your goal hasn't changed. You want financial freedom, and the best investors know it's not about timing the market, it's about time in the market. If you're ready to get into the real estate investing game or take your game to the next level, finding an investor-friendly agent is your next step. With BiggerPockets Agent Finder, you can find the right agent in minutes. Just head to biggerpockets.com deals and enter a few details about what and where you want to buy, and bam! Instantly match with an investor-friendly agent who fits the bill. These local market experts can help you navigate the neighborhoods, analyze the numbers, and take action with confidence once and for all. This free resource is only available at biggerpockets.com deals. Get an agent, get the deal, and get closer to financial freedom at biggerpockets.com deals. That's biggerpockets.com deals to find your investor-friendly agent today. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results, and all hosts and participant opinions are their own. Investment in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. Use your best judgment and consult with qualified advisors before investing. Only risk capital you can afford to lose. BiggerPockets LLC disclaims all liability for direct, indirect, consequential, or other damages arising from reliance upon information presented in this podcast.